Welcome to Zazlo Show 2.0, presented from day one by Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys. You're dealing with any kind of accident, any personal injury, slip and fall, motorcycle, car accident, bike. Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys, 800 747 free. That's 800 747 3733. Title sponsors from day number one. No. Before day number one of Zaslow Show 2.0, my guys Mark Anajar, Glenn Levine, Ellie Anajar, they believe in me. If you're listening to the show right now and you're dealing with any kind of personal injury, I'm sending you to my friends, Anajar and Levine, accident attorneys. You don't have to deal with the insurance companies. You don't have to deal with the medical bills. You need to focus on getting right. That's where they come in. They handle all the stuff that you don't want to be bothered with. You need to make sure you're getting healthy and they're going to make sure you're getting the money that you deserve. Anna Jar and Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. Proud title sponsors of Zaslow Show 2.0. Hey, if you've been searching for a refreshing beer that feels like you're back in the Caribbean, well, search no more. Proud sponsor of Zaslow Show 2.0, Johnny Cuba. It's a lifestyle. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul, a refreshing German lager in a can. That's right. Pick up a six-pack of Johnny Cuba, Sedano's, Presidente, Winn-Dixie. Got great six-pack deals going on right now. You got... Hot sauce, that's right, made from selected Caribbean habanero peppers. You know your boy Zazlo loves the hot sauce. Go pick up some Caribbean soul in a can. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo. If you're a homeowner, you need to make sure you have the proper coverage. And that's why I'm sending you to Brunt Insurance and Financial Services. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance and Financial Services because we know that if there's, God forbid, an issue with our home, we need to know that we're covered properly. From Pensacola to the Keys and beyond, Brunt Insurance and Financial Services delivers comprehensive insurance and financial solutions tailored to your needs. Since 2013, Brunt Insurance specializes in home and auto insurance. Bruntinsurance.com. You could also check them out on social media at Brunt Insurance. Look, the market's confusing. Let Brunt Insurance sort it all out for you with their fully licensed staff, and they know the area. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance to make sure that they're covered, and that's why I'm sending you to them as well. Bruntinsurance.com. 954-589-2204. Welcome aboard. This is Zazlo Show 2.0. Welcome to Zazlo Show 2.0, presented from day one by Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys. You're dealing with any kind of accident, any personal injury, slip and fall, motorcycle, car accident, bike, Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. 
That's 800-747-3733. Title sponsors from day number one. No, before day number one of Zaslow Show 2.0. My guys, Mark Anajar, Glenn Levine, Ellie Anajar. They believe in me. If you're listening to the show right now and you're dealing with any kind of personal injury, I'm sending you to my friends, Anajar and Levine, Accident Attorneys. You don't have to deal with the insurance companies. You don't have to deal with the medical bills. You need to focus on getting right. That's where they come in. They handle all the stuff that you don't want to be bothered with. You need to make sure you're getting healthy, and they're going to make sure you're getting the money that you deserve. Anajar and Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. Proud title sponsors of Zaslow Show 2.0. Hey, if you've been searching for a refreshing beer that feels like you're back in the Caribbean, well, search no more. Proud sponsor of Zaslow Show 2.0, Johnny Cuba. It's a lifestyle. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul, a refreshing German lager in a can. That's right. Pick up a six-pack of Johnny Cuba, Sedano's, Presidente, Winn-Dixie. Got great six-pack deals going on right now. You got hot sauce, that's right, made from selected Caribbean habanero peppers. You know your boy Zaslow loves the hot sauce. Go pick up some Caribbean soul in a can. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo. If you're a homeowner, you need to make sure you have the proper coverage. And that's why I'm sending you to Brunt Insurance and Financial Services. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance and Financial Services because we know that if there's, God forbid, an issue with our home, we need to know that we're covered properly. From Pensacola to the Keys and beyond, Brunt Insurance and Financial Services delivers comprehensive insurance and financial solutions tailored to your needs. Since 2013, Brunt Insurance specializes in home and auto insurance. Bruntinsurance.com. You could also check them out on social media at Brunt Insurance. Look, the market's confusing. Let Brunt Insurance sort it all out for you with their fully licensed staff, and they know the area. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance to make sure that they're covered, and that's why I'm sending you to them as well. Bruntinsurance.com, 954-589-2204. Welcome aboard. This is Zaslow Show 2.0. Welcome, Zaslow Show 2.0. It is a Wednesday, the 22nd of February. Good to have you aboard. We are a Blue Wire podcast. However you're listening to us, appreciate that. Make sure you like, you rate, you comment. You do all that good stuff. It helps your boy out, your two-time championship broadcaster. It helps out his algorithm, and then I get all the monies. I don't know the specifics, but however you're listening to us, iTunes, Spotify, Amazon, iHeart, Google, I can't list them all. I'll be here all day, all right? But however you're listening to us, I appreciate you. Make sure you, you tell your friends, you tell your family, and we continue all having a great time together. We got no heat basketball tonight. The NBA gets back in action tomorrow. I believe tomorrow. The Heat are back in action tomorrow night. Today on the program, we're going to talk to La Voz 
Jose Bonilla, Spanish radio voice of the Miami Heat, for pretty much the entirety of the Miami Heat's existence. So our pal Jose Bonilla, we have not yet had him on Zaslow Show 2.0. We will check in with him. He's a great guy, so we'll talk Heat basketball with him. Looking forward to catching up with Lavos. The Panthers, they're back in action on Friday. Another couple days. We're hoping Anthony Duclair is going to return. That's fine. Do got some NFL news and notes to get to here. I want to start off the program. Last night, I didn't do anything special. Caught up on my stories. Finished Monday Night Raw from Monday Night. Make sure if you haven't wa- if you haven't listened or watched, but really listening is the most important. We got the YouTube.com slash show, and that's great and everything, but the most important thing is you guys listen to the podcast, all right? So if you're ever confused, like, I've had to tell people that. Some people like watching Zazlo Show 2.0 on the YouTube. That's fine. Uh, you know, it's, it's there for you to watch. What I would say is maybe a split it up because the podcast is what's most important. The YouTube.com slash show. that's kind of like a bonus. You know, like I would say, listen to the show on the podcast, and then if you want to watch the interviews, <coughs> excuse me, on YouTube.com slash show. maybe that's a way that you can go about it because then you get to watch the show a little bit, but you're also downloading the podcast. So like I said, look, however you're listening slash watching, I love you a long time, but for those who are wondering what the difference there is, at least for now, listening on the podcast, that's that's the bread and butter for Zaslow Show 2.0. So I appreciate it. I love you a long time. But anyway, if you haven't caught up on this week's episode of It's Still Real to Me, we did Elimination Chamber recap show Sunday night. I know a lot of you guys were looking for it Sunday or uh, Sunday morning. Sunday night is when it dropped. I was in Atlanta this weekend for a little bit. So go back. Elimination Chamber recap show. It's still totally valid, even though we had our stories continue on Monday night. We're on the road to WrestleMania. Anyway, we got a lot to get to here today. We got some NFL news. I do want to start, though, last night, like I said, watched a little bit of my stories, watched uh, w- w- watched, watched the movie Shrek the Third with my younger son because he's never seen it before. He was into that. I'm like, yeah, hop into bed here, player. Let's watch Shrek the Third. I love the Shrek movies, man. I haven't seen them in a long time. So watched a little bit of that last night because the sports were lacking. Now, uh, one thing that I do want to hit on at the start of the show here today. You know I'm the ticket ninja. I know how to get all the good tickets for the big shows. I get all the pre-sale passwords. I laugh in the face of your pre-sale password. What a joke. You'll never never keep me out of your pre-sales. So what goes on sale this morning? I think it was just announced yesterday. World Tour, Guns N' Roses. Yes, love Guns N' Roses. I've seen Guns N' Roses, like the real Guns N' Roses, this version of Guns N' Roses, I've seen twice. Saw them at Marlins Park when they had their their initial, like, reunion tour, you know? And that was, like, five or six years ago, Marlins Park. Phenomenal show. Just, I was blown away with how great that show was. And I actually, and, and Axel sounds great still. And I wasn't surprised at how good Axel sounded because it was only a few months before that when Axel was touring with ACDC. And I saw him with ACDC at Miami Dade Arena. And he sounded fantastic. He didn't look great, but he sounds great. And he's still up there doing all the Axel moves. He's doing all the dancing. I love it. So, saw Guns N' Roses at Marlins Park. What was it, like six, five, six years ago? That was awesome. Blown away. And then saw them again, what was it, three years ago? A little more than three years ago? 
three or four years ago when they played, no, it wasn't a New Year's show. It was before the Super Bowl. Whenever the last Super Bowl was here, they had like a, like a big concert and Guns N' Roses was headlining it at Miami Dade Arena. And, and so I saw them there with my younger son. Snoop Dogg opened for them. That was a lot of fun. Really great show. I saw the Bobo version of Guns N' Roses. That's when it was Axel touring with like other dudes. You had like Buckethead. Uh, you had Buddy from from Marilyn Manson. Uh, it, it, that that's that's a bootleg version of Guns N' Roses. I saw them, and that was one of those shows. That was back when Axel. See, Axel doesn't do this anymore. He's very professional now. But that was back when I remember. It was a weeknight. We had great seats for Bobo Guns N' Roses. Opening act goes on at 8. They're done at 8.45. Guns N' Roses did not come out until 12.30. We're sitting there for three and a half hours. Waiting for Guns N' Roses. And, and it's a weeknight. I was tired as hell. Me and my buddy, we stayed for like five songs. Like, get the hell out of here. So tired. That was when Axel used to pull the bullshit. They don't do that anymore. They're actually super professional now. Come down on time the whole bit. <laughs> so anyway... I'm dying to go, I want to go see Guns N' Roses again. And they were here, I think, it was like, it was like a year and a half ago, they played at the Hard Rock Live. I actually had tickets to see them at Tampa's Raymond James Stadium, and the show got canceled. I'm pretty sure it's because of COVID, so maybe it was like almost three years ago. But anyway, tickets went on sale for the pre-sale this morning at Hard Rock Live. You got to have your head examined if you're paying for those tickets. I love that venue. It's a great venue, Hard Rock Live. But the tickets are outrageous. Now, it's twofold why the tickets are outrageous. Number one, small venue. Higher demand. You know the way supply and demand works. I took economics at UF. I got a B. So that's one of the reasons. Number two, I would imagine that the way that Hard Rock Live, that that venue, that small venue, gets... So many amazing shows. Look at the shows they get, man. You had Billy Joel there recently. You had Metallica there recently. They get all the amazing shows. I'm actually going there in a couple of weeks to see Greta Van Fleet. Very excited about that. The reason that they get all the huge shows, I'm guessing they pay a lot of money. They pay those acts a lot of money. And so how do they recoup it? Hey, you guessed it. You don't have to... You don't have to be be a a rocket scientist to understand this. They then make it back by charging an incredible amount for the tickets. And so, for example, you want to sit or stand in the pit area at the Hard Rock Live? $700. These are regular prices. This ticket mass is not the resale market. $700. If you want to be in the lower lower level area that have, have a real seat, cheapest ticket was $800. And then, and then, and we're going up to a thousand dollars. I'm, who's paying that? Like I said to my buddy this morning, hey, seven hundred hours, Guns and Roses, Pit, you in? It's like I gotta think about it. That's Steve. I wrote, I go, dude, I'm totally, I'm totally kidding. There's no chance I'm paying that. How can I pay that? How can anyone pay that? I would love to take my son to go see Guns and Roses. I'm, I'm paying like a thousand dollars a ticket. You crazy? So. I just ticket prices are out of control, man. Like for my wife, we, we bought tickets for Dave Matthews Band. It's it's this summer. They're here every summer. We bought tickets last week. Got good seats. Paid one hundred fifty each. 
I mean, it's expensive, but concerts are expensive to go to. 150 bucks, that's the going rate. All right, there you have it. But man, this Guns N' Roses, and I don't even fault Guns N' Roses because I looked up some of the prices for Guns N' Roses. Like, they're playing Wrigley Field, they're playing Fenway. Get tickets like 200 bucks, 250. That's a normal concert ticket price. But this Hard Rock Live, oh my God. The t- Again, love the venue. But these prices are outrageous at that venue. It's crazy. So we're not going to see Guns N' Roses. And I'm not even going to sit here and tell you, I'm trying to see Guns N' Roses. I'm, I'm not trying to see Guns N' Roses. No one's setting me up with Guns N' Roses tickets. It's too expensive. So you got the pre-sale going on right now. Good luck. And you got the regular on sale on Friday. Good luck. Now, more seats will be released on Friday. And they'll be some of the prices will be lower than what I just mentioned. But you know how this goes. If you wait for a general on sale for any popular show, you're not getting in. The pre-sale is practically the general on sale nowadays. Because there's like 10 different pre-sales. So I'll check back on Friday with the regular on sale. But... I don't know. If, if, if you want to go get tickets, you can get into that pre-sale right now. It's it Because it, you don't even need a password because you can buy the official Platinum tickets. Those are available right now. Got to be head exam. A thousand bucks a ticket. You want to take your girl. You want to take your boy. You want to take uh, uh, your son or daughter. You're in, you're in 2K right there. Easy. Sucks. Sucks. All right. Let's get into some sports here. So the Heat are back in action on Friday. Everybody knows that you're probably not going to have Giannis. Giannis, you know, he sprained his hand, what, the game before the All-Star, and then he, he started the All-Star game, he had a basket, and then he took himself out. He, he's going to miss a few games. Apparently, x-rays were negative. The x-rays were good, but he's dealing with pain, and he's not going to play until the pain subsides. So he's probably going to miss a few games, and that would start with this Friday against the Heat. Obviously, we're going to see the debut of Kevin Love. It, now, now they're, they're back at practice either today or tomorrow. I don't know. We'll ask Lavos, Jose Pandieta. But I'm looking for Kevin Love to get some serious playing time. I think he can help this team right off the bat. Now, he's getting the comparisons to Shane Battier. Can he play the last couple of years of his career here? I, I, I hope that's the case. I hope they hold on to him. I think he's got a lot to offer still, Kevin Love. I think it's a perfect sign. You guys know that. I was saying that from the moment it was discussed that he could get bought out. But, you know, as far as comparing to Shane Battier, Shane Battier was still a really good defender. Now, Love's never been, been a great defender. He can defend a little bit, but he's never been a great defender. He's going to be able to shoot. He's going to be able to pass great with the outlet passes. I'm looking for that rebound and that deep outlet pass to Jimmy Butler. That's like the one thing Kyle Lowry's been good at. I'm looking for Kevin Love to be able to do that. Hit those corner threes, help space the floor. If you think Bam has been good right now, wait till you get another big man who could space the floor a little bit. So... Um, I think it. I really think it rejuvenates the team. You look if you're watching on Instagram, on social media, you get the back and forth between Love and Bam, and I think sometimes you know the team you could be stuck a little bit, right? It's felt at times like this team is stuck, and I, I think he could rejuvenate that locker room. Especially, it's coming at a good time after the All Star break. Everybody gets back. You're revved up. You're raring. You're ready to go. I, I, I think the Heat are primed for a big time final twenty. 23 games, whatever it is. Eric Spolscher's teams are always better the second half of the season. Everybody knows that. I The Heat are a half game back at number six. I think they're going to be able to catch the Knicks. You got two games left, two or three games left against the Knicks, actually. So you're going to be able to make up that ground on your own. 
The Heat already missed an opportunity to make up ground. That game against Brooklyn toward the end of the, you know, before the All-Star break, they could have pulled within a half game back. They lost that game, and so now the Heat are sitting there. They're a total of three games back of Brooklyn. Three games back in the loss column. And four games back of Cleveland, which you're likely not going to catch, although they play Cleveland two times coming up. Right behind the Heat, three games, well, I guess it's not right behind, three games back of the Heat are the Atlanta Hawks, who fired Nate McMillan yesterday. That kind of came out of nowhere, but that's a weird one because Trey Young, Trey Young was already, he's he's already had the label of he may be difficult to coach, may not be good with his teammates either. And now for the second time, I don't think it was last season, I think it was the season before that. Yeah. So for the second time in three seasons, the Atlanta Hawks have fired a coach midseason. And you remember it was earlier this year where Trey Young, he, he didn't show up to a game because he had a a miscommunication or a disagreement with Nate McMillan. But then on the other side, Nate McMillan was fired after fired in Indiana after losing to the Heat in the bubble. And that felt unceremonious. I think Nate McMillan's a good coach. And I thought he did a good job of that Indiana team. He got fired there, and that was a weird situation. And now he got fired here, which is a weird situation. I think there's probably blame to go around on both sides. But here's something that I think a lot of people don't realize when it comes to Trey Young. And, and look, Trey Young's a good player, right? Trey Young averaged 27 points a game. He averaged 10 assists a game. That number's important too. But Trey Young is not as good a shooter as people think he is. You know, overall, he shoots 43%, which is nothing special. Trey Young's big time three point shooter, right? That's his thing. Trey Young shoots 32% from three. Bad. Like, that's that's not average. 32% from three is bad. He's he's not this big-time three-point... Sh- shoots a lot of them. He averages seven three-point shots a game. Now, for Trey Young's career, he shoots 35%, which is average. That's average. That's for his career. This year, he's shooting 32%. It's bad. So, he's not having a good year. And he's not as good a shooter as everybody thinks he is. He's a volume shooter. Likes shooting it from deep. Everyone gets excited about that. When they drafted him, he was supposed to be the next Steph Curry, right? Steph Curry, that's shooting 32% from three. So, that's a weird situation in Atlanta there. We'll, we'll, we'll talk a lot of heat with Jose Pineda, but we'll also, I'll ask about what's going on there in Atlanta. We'll, we'll do a little around the NBA with him as well. There's no I in team, but there is one in Indeed, and that's the hiring platform that you need to build yours. When you're hiring, you need Indeed. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites searching for candidates with the right skills, Indeed's a powerful hiring platform that can help you do it all. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy because Indeed does the hard work for you. They show you the candidates whose resumes on Indeed fit your description immediately after you post so you can hire faster. Join more than 3 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash sports. Offer good for a limited time. Claim your $75 credit now at Indeed.com slash sports. 
That's indeed.com slash blue wire sports and support the show by saying that you heard it on this podcast. Indeed.com slash blue wire sports terms and conditions apply need to hire you need indeed. I do want to mention before we get to Jose here. So how about this? This is snuck up on us. Now, you know, when I used to do Zaslow show on 560 WQAM on terrestrial radio, I was pretty much a soccer show. I, I, you know I'm an inaugural season ticket holder for Inter-Miami, right? Everybody knows that. I'm an inaugural season ticket holder. Do you know Inter-Miami opens up their season this weekend? Yes. That's right. That, that snuck up on us. Inter-Miami opens their season this weekend. They're hosting Montreal. I'm going to be there. Because here's the thing. So remember I, I told you guys I'm giving up my season tickets for Inter-Miami. And I told my wife too that I was giving them up. I didn't give them up. I don't know how I'm going to get out of that jam. Like, I'm going to have to tell my wife, especially when I go to the game this Saturday. Especially when I go to the game this weekend. But I think I'm going to be in trouble. I did not give up those tickets. I told my wife I was giving them up. We were going to save the money. I wasn't going to the games enough. I held on to them. She's going to be pissed. I held on to them in part because I was hoping we are going to get messy. Which may still happen. I don't know. They don't have Messi. So I'm going to be in trouble. But if we do get Messi. Everyone's going to be thanking me. That's right. My wife. My kids. All my friends. Because they're going to want to go to games. If we get Messi. Everyone's going to thank me for tricking them. And holding on to the Inter-Miami tickets. But for now. I'm going to have to tell my wife. She's going to be pissed. But anyway. Inter-Miami season opens up this weekend. And how about this. So they changed the the playoff format in MLS. They're allowing nine teams in. They're doing like a play-in tournament kind of deal like the NBA. They're allowing nine teams instead of eight where eight plays nine in a wild card game and they get the number eight spot and they obviously play, you know, the number one seed. But in the first round of the MLS playoffs now, they're doing a best out of three, which I like. And, And the higher seed gets games one and then potentially game three. I like the best out of three, but the part that's weird to me, so it's a best out of three, but then the semifinal and the conference final and the MLS final are one game. Like, wouldn't you assume it'd be the other way around where you would have a best of three maybe in the conference finals and then the MLS final, but a best of three in the first round and then a one-off the rest of the way? I don't know. That seems weird to me, but I do like the best of three. I think that's cool. So, that starts this weekend. Wish me luck with telling my wife. My wife's family is Argentinian. We love Messi. It would have been a lot easier for me to tell her that I, that I tricked everyone, that I'm keeping the tickets because we got Messi. We don't have Messi yet. So, I, I, I'm, gonna be, I'm going to be in trouble. There's no way around it. It's just a matter of how and when I tell my wife. Got to do it before Saturday. That's for sure. All right. So, I do have some NFL stuff. But I, I want to talk to Jose Padilla first. So before we get to Jose, I want to tell you guys, hey, look, if you're not feeling well, you know one of my favorite spots. I love all my sponsors. But Doctors on Call 365, South Florida's urgent care that comes to you. If you're not feeling well, everybody hates being sick. Well, 
You don't want to have to wait hours in the emergency room to be seen. You don't want to call your doctor. They can't see you for another two weeks. They don't have an opening. I'm sick right now. I need to see someone. Doctors on call, 365 South Florida's Urgent Care that comes to you. They treat children, adults, the elderly, minor illnesses, minor injury. If you need IV fluids, you need vitamin therapy, you need blood drawn, you need a COVID, flu, strep test. You need a prescription filled or refilled. Serving all of Broward County, Miami-Dade County, Southern Palm Beach as well. Doctors on call, 365. They're coming to your home, to your office, wherever you are. You're going to be seen right away. I mean, you'll get someone on the phone right away. You'll be seen that day. Get someone on the phone 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and get Doctors on Call 365 to help you feel better right away. 786-577-9302. Go online, doctorsoncall365.com, but get someone on the phone right away if you're not feeling well. If it's an emergency, you call 911. But otherwise, 786-577-9302. Doctors on Call 365. Love having them aboard. Zaslow Show 2.0. All guests on Zaslow Show 2.0 are brought to us by our beer of choice. Johnny Cuba, European roots, a Caribbean soul. Start your evening, maybe your afternoon. Maybe you want to get after it earlier. I don't know what you're up to. A refreshing German lager in a can. You can pick up a six-pack at your local Sedanos, Presidente, Winn-Dixie, Fresco y Mas. Remember, always drink responsibly. And, of course, Johnny Cuba's mantra, yeah, I've lived my life by it. Stay tranquilo. Joining us here is our pal, La Voz, Jose Pañeda, the radio voice, the Spanish radio voice of your Miami Heat for, I guess, are we are we 35 years now, Jose? Is that how many we're on? 30, 34, actually. 35 with the team, but I started doing the broadcast the second year, so uh, uh, long enough. So it's uh, it's been an incredible ride, as you know. Amazing, amazing. Good to see you. Good to talk to you here. We we're, we're, uh, Do the players come back today? When do they come back? Today, tomorrow? When do they come uh, back? They have a scheduled practice on Thursday, tomorrow. Okay, so tomorrow. that's when they officially have to be back. So I'm assuming some are already back. I know there's a couple that are already there, as we know, that we've yeah. seen. Uh, but uh, but tomorrow is the official uh, practice day before uh, taking off to Milwaukee in the three-game road trip coming up before coming back for six games at home on the road. Uh, I, I should say at home, at, uh, and that'll be important. I thought last weekend with the signing of Love and, and Cody Zeller, I thought the Heat had a very good weekend. You know, I thought, you know, the Heat fan is, you know, waiting the trade deadline. They don't do anything. They're very upset. You know, it's as if the Heat fans sometimes thinks it doesn't need to be two teams to agree to a trade. Only Pat Riley has to agree to do a trade. And you can do whatever you want. It's very difficult to make trades. The Heat fan was upset. They were one of just a few teams that didn't do anything. I thought this weekend the Heat addressed needs. And all of a sudden for a small team, Jose, they got pretty big overnight. Yeah, well, I, they, well, they did do something, okay? Uh, a couple days before the trade deadline, as we know. Uh, the Deadman uh, situation was finalized, and that opened up a couple of spaces that eventually turned up to be uh, uh, Love and, and Zeller as well. And it, had, it addressed, I think, a couple of needs, heavy needs that Miami needed in certain positions. Uh, you have also uh, veteran, veteran leadership as well and height, as you said. And uh, again, it fits certain situations that, that the Heat has needed. Uh, including three-point shooting a little bit with love as well, height with love, and you know, and that four spot. But he could also play the center for you. And and Cody Zeller will come in, and, and I think will take over for for minutes when uh, Bam is on the bench. Is you know, notice the games. You know, uh, you know, Bam's playing thirty-five minutes a game, which is you know, it's career high. 
So what happens to those 13 other minutes? And as we've seen lately, it's been uh, Orlando Robinson, you know, but, you know, with Cody Zeller, now you have another option, uh, more more veteran, more seasoned. And uh, and I think it's it's going to be uh, interesting. So now, you know, a fight to the finish, Zaz. You got 23 games left, uh, 12 at home and uh, 11 on the road. And it's going to be a fight. And now, you know, half a game out from the Knicks, you're two and a half out from the Nets and five from Cleveland. And I think it's really, really important. I think that that's going to have to be the goal in at least 23 games, Zaz, is, is to finish, you know, four, five, or six. I, I think that, that you have to finish in, in, in that in, in that range there. That's realistic as well. Uh, but I think it's really important and not finish either in the in the playing round or or finish, you know, where you're going to have to face one of the, the top teams like like uh, Milwaukee and Boston. Let's talk a little bit about Love here. I, I thought right when there was talk that he was going to be buyout, I thought the Heat were a perfect fit. I felt the Heat were going to sign him. They went out there and they got him. I I, I think it affords him the opportunity for two things because people may be saying, wow, Kevin Love, why would you go from Cleveland, who's the number four, to Miami, who's the number seven? That's very strange. The point is, number one, he's going to want to sign with a team that's got a chance to be in the playoffs and do something. That's the Heat. But also, he wants to go somewhere where he can likely sign uh, it, probably his final multi-year deal in free agency. Now, when I say multi-year deal, I don't mean like a three, four-year deal. It's a lot of money, but maybe like a two-year deal for, I, I don't know how much money, but it'll be like the last multi-year deal of his career. He can't do that sitting on the Cleveland bench out of the rotation. He's got to find a place where he's going to be able to play, and I think he's going to have a significant role with this Heat team, Jose. Well, as you know, Miami has a lot to offer, and I've always loved uh, part of the fun, Kevin Love. Uh, he's been a, you know, a pro's pro. You know, how many years he led the league in double-doubles? I mean, it was just automatic. He's averaged a double-double in his career. Obviously, this year he's been playing a lot less, and it's career lows in a lot of situations. But like you said, he's he's out of the mix. He was out of the mix in, in Cleveland. But but he's such a professional, you know, about it. And and one thing that I, that I noticed already about him and everything I've read and, and listened to his comments is, you know, he knew already the organization. He knew Pat Riley. He knew uh, 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 Spolstrom very well. So he knows a bunch of the players. As we know, he's got a relationship, as most teams now or most players do around the NBA have relationships as well. Uh, he knew Andy Ellisberg as well. So, again, he knows, you know, he knew the organization. He wanted to be here. And, you know, that's super important. He knows what this organization is about. He knows about the championship. He's already spoken about how – Miami has maintained an incredible level for so many years in a row. And that's so difficult to do in, in any sport and obviously in the NBA as well. So I think that, that he fits in certain ways. Again, you know, this is not – I think that also people underestimate how he is going to be able to help others rather than numbers that he may put up. I think that what, what he will do in the pick and roll, what he's going to be doing, you know, in terms of, of, you know, passing ball, helping other guys, uh, spreading the court, the, the stretch four, perfect for him. Uh, you know, so I think I think that more than what he's going to bring himself in terms of points and rebounds to the team is how he's going to facilitate things for other players that maybe are not going to show up in the stats, you know, for him personally, but will for the team in terms of wins. I also think it gives the team a little bit of a jolt in the locker room. You know, he seems to be – He's always seemed to be a really popular guy among his teammates. Oh, yeah. Good attitude, good locker room guy. And sometimes for a team that – now, granted, the Heat have been playing better basketball over the last month, month and a half. 
I mean, really disappointing loss in Brooklyn, which was an important loss because they could have pulled within a half game at the time of them. But sometimes you feel like you're a little bit stuck in mud. And and I think maybe you get a little bit of a jolt with this kind of player. Oh, absolutely. Uh, not only him, but with, with Seller as well. You need that combination. And again, I, I'm not trying to blow smoke to anybody. You know, we understand what this is. These are subtle moves that improved you. Okay, and you were improved, and then you look at where you are right now. You look at, you know, you're a team that had that has, you know, a record ten undrafted players, and at, at one point, you know, and, and several times, even in that Brooklyn game, you were playing five undrafted players, including one player that's been in the league for four games. Uh, and, and and you look at the record, and you go, wow, because you know, supposed to works miracles, and and how they've been able to develop. But there's a point where you have to like say, well, we need a little bit something better and, and a, little bit, a little bit more improvement in certain areas. And I think that this has been the case. And I, I'm very excited. You know, uh, you want something, you know, everybody wants a little bit of hope. Everybody wants a little bit of, uh, you know, what, what, how can, how can we improve? And, and again, with 23 games left, uh, this fight to the finish is going to be ferocious. And then this week and these couple of weeks coming up, I mean, you look, you look at the schedule, the guys are in front of, you know, Philadelphia twice, Milwaukee not coming up on Friday, Atlanta twice, Cleveland twice, uh, the Knicks again twice in this month, you know, uh, three times. So, I mean, so it's it's brutal. I mean, it's and it's really really crucial. Now, how are they going to be able to incorporate? I'm I'm just thinking of how Spo has been the last couple of days already, you know, with his assistant coaches and just going over schemes and how to use these players and when to use these players. Because again, you don't have much time. This is not training camp. This is not, uh, you know, uh, October November. You have 23 games left, and and again, I think that your, your goal has to be to finish four, five, or six. What's impressed you most about Bam this year? He's been so good. Uh, you know, he's such a great person uh, on and off the court uh, for me. His consistency, I mean, uh, you think about it, I, that's that's something else. I'm like, yeah, I can't even imagine not having him on the court uh, for the Heat. I mean, he has been the most consistent player uh, for, for the Heat this year. And obviously, you know, that, that mid-range shot, as, as we see now, that he is like leading one of the top guys in the league, points in the paint. You know, he's there with, with, with Giannis in terms of who's scoring more points him or Giannis in the paint in, in the entire league. Uh, very happy for him to have been selected to the All-Star game. Uh, very well-deserved. Uh, and it's just like, such a wonderful person, as, as you well know, uh, off the court as well. Uh, his relationship with his mom and and always saying hi, always uh, being gracious to everybody that, that comes by. But but again, uh, his his consistency has been uh, to me the, the best thing. Uh, and and obviously, as we know, that the, the mid range shot just he's almost automatic now. Which when they do that drop defense on him, he just goes and feasts on him. Do we uh do we expect Yurtsevin is going to be ready sometime soon? Yeah, I, I think he is. But uh, again, you know, uh. He, he is going to be – I think he's going to be ready coming out of this break. I think we'll, we'll find out more the next couple of days, you know, from, from practice. But, again, uh, that might be a case where he needs, you know, some time in the G League to, to get himself in, in, in real condition. Uh, because with Zeller coming in and with, um, with, with Love as well, uh, sometimes there's not going to be enough time for everybody at this, at this point. And, you know, all these guys now are also insurance policies for the Heat. Um, again, he hasn't played a game this year, but neither has Zeller. Zeller hasn't played since January of 2022. There's been over a year that he hasn't played, but according to, to sources, and, uh, and I, I heard uh, 
Uh, Ira mentioned this or read in, in Ira Winterman's column that, you know, that, that Scout said that he is ready, that he was very ready right now to start and to play in a game. But I'm not sure that's the case for your seven. But but again, he will be ready, I think. And, uh, and health is important uh, for the team. You know, we've seen the last few games, you know, six, seven games now without Lowry. Same thing with uh, with Oladipo. Um, missing the last couple of games with uh, without Hero. And very difficult to win games that way uh, in this league with, with so much talent. So hopefully things will get together. 23 games left. And let's hit it hard. I'm not even going to ask you about Lowry because talking about him makes me angry. Uh, Victor Oladipo, though, do we think he's going? Is he going to be ready to go when we get back? Because uh, at this point, he's been out for several weeks. Yeah, I haven't heard anything uh, contrary to that. So um, you know, hopefully, you know that is the case, and I think that we'll have uh, things a lot more. Things will be a lot clearer for us, you know, uh, after you know Thursday's Tomorrow, practice. Yeah, obviously, you know, so that that'll be a. Telling things, and I think that we'll, we'll 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 have a lot more explanation. I think we'll get also a little bit more clarity from Spo and how how he's thinking, you know, uh, which is really interesting because I, you know this is something I was thinking about yesterday and today. You know, at, at what point did the Heat know they were getting these two players? You know, how do you know that wasn't you know somebody else and all these other uh, players that were out there and rumors that were players that were let go by other teams, obviously that were, were free agents that were their buyouts. You know, so so suddenly in, in the last 24, 48 hours, you know, Spo has to like switch, you know, and say, okay, I got these two guys, and how do I incorporate these two guys with what I have with the rest of the, you know, to, to finish the season out? I'll bet they knew pretty early in the process. I I feel like they probably knew. It, it's possible, you know, it, it's possible, but but it's interesting though, you know, at yeah. what point did you know? Yeah. And you know, uh, how how close were you or not? And, you know, you have to talk to agents. Are they going to come? Are they not? You have other teams. You know, some teams, other teams, you know, you don't even fit in other teams, but they want to get them so that you don't get them, you yeah. know, especially you got teams in the in your same conference uh, as Philly or, or, or Milwaukee. Did you watch uh, much of the All-Star weekend? Did you watch I, much of the festivities? I did. I, 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 did. Uh, I, I did. For several reasons, I did. Uh, yeah, I, I, ho- I hope you had good reasons to watch. Let me hear. Good reason. It was a good reason, believe me, why I was watching a lot of TV uh, over the weekend. But um, it, it, I did. I, uh, I enjoyed, you know, some of it. I didn't know that, you know, the, the All-Star game, you know, I, I used to do, uh, I broadcast. I remember I was there 30 years ago for that last one in, in Utah. I did like 15 in my, my earlier years. I did like 15 NBA or 12 or around 12 NBA All-Star games. That one in Utah was an amazing night for the Heat, the one that 30 years ago. Yeah. I remember Harold Miner and I remember all that stuff. I remember that perfectly. I remember that's the first time and only time I've ever seen uh light heard thunder and seen lightning in a snowstorm. Wow. In in, in Salt Lake City, Utah. It was the, the I'd never seen that before. Lightning in, in, in a snowstorm. Well, it sure it was. Um, so and it was it was so much more competitive, you know, uh in, in those days. But, you know, it's another world now. I'm not going to get into that. I'm not going to uh, yell at the clouds. But, uh, <laughs> you leave that to me. I'm, I'm the old man now yelling at the clouds. I mean, the, the, the rest situation, is, you know, something else, obviously, that it's a huge factor. I saw the press conference with the commissioner. And that's, a, you know, keeps coming up, keeps coming up, keeps not coming good. up. And, uh, you know, at one point it becomes pride, right? It becomes yep. professionalism and pride. Listen, I, I've had. Not to not to tout myself, not to pat myself on the back, but 
I, I've never missed a game on purpose or in, in, in actually I've never missed a game in, in 35 years uh, or 34 years of broadcasting uh, through a, a lot of situations, obviously a little bit of luck, but have I been sick as a dog? Hey, you got pride. You got, you got professional pride. Have I felt terrible? Absolutely. Uh, but you know, but I was there, but again, I'm, I'm like, I don't want to get uh, too much in, into that, but I, I, there has to do something with that, with that pride, you know, yep. you see, but anyway, I, 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 I did see it. Uh, I, I thought that, uh, this McClough kid was, was incredible. Uh, we'll see him, you know, in the next uh, few days in, in Philadelphia, you know, for six two, his hops is, is incredible. Uh, the three point shot was a little, you know, eh, and the All-Star game was eh as well. So, and again, um, it is what it is, you know. Um, what is, what's most interesting to you, uh, all the trades, the big trades that took place at the deadline? I mean, the Western Conference was obviously shaken up. What's most interesting to you out there? Well, you know, when you have, you know, the snowball effect, once Kyrie says, I'm out, you know, I want to trade, you know, and oh, my goodness. And that starts the whole avalanche. Um, but Phoenix has to be, you know, the most interesting of them all and uh, on one side. And then on the other is, can the Lakers, you know, get in, get, get even into the, you know, the, 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 the elimination round, you know? I've never um, seen a team that's 13th place out of 15 that's talked about right. more. Exactly. Exactly. Well, that's the point. And, and, and because he, it is LeBron and he did break the record, which is an incredible feat, you know, and uh, an incredible accomplishment. So I think those two, you know, I'm, I'm not sure that Dallas is going to do that great now. I don't think so and, I, I'm not sure about it. They gave up so much. Well, and, and here's had... the thing. Here's the thing for me, Jose, with what Dallas did. Dallas essentially chose, instead of giving Jalen Brunson money and keeping Dinwiddie and Correct. keeping Finney Smith, and keeping a first-round pick, they chose Kyrie Irving. I don't understand yeah. that. Yeah. No, and, and and again, you just don't know what you get when you get Kyrie Irving. You know, it's 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 a it's a Pandora's box at times. You know, but I he's one of the most exciting players. No, talent player there is. There's no doubt about his talent, talent wise. Now, how's it going to you know mix with everything else? And uh, I, I just think that you know Dallas is interesting, but. But Phoenix, how, how's Phoenix? And Phoenix gave up a ton uh, as well. And, you know, things don't always work out, you know, on paper that you think is going to work out th th that way on paper. Um, and especially, like I said, with 23, 24, when, whatever games are left for yeah. these teams, you know, you're, you're starting from scratch, you know, and, and you talk about that chemistry and how important that chemistry is. Um, and, and, and that's going to be interesting, you know. And, and with Kevin Durant, you know, he needs the ball. He needs to shoot. Uh, Booker's going to want his shots, and Aiden's going to want his shots as well. So, you know, how how is that going to work out? So, I, I think that obviously, you know, I think I believe that you know Vegas or has them now as the favorite in, yeah. in the West, right? So, yeah. you know, I, I, you have to say that that has to be the most uh, interesting situation. And then there's the other teams on, in, on the East that I think that just plugged in little by little to help out. Whether it's Boston, I think Milwaukee is the most loaded team. I, I think Milwaukee has the best team in the NBA. Yeah, me too. Uh, what, what they have, like Middleton's not even playing. Middleton is playing like twenty minutes a game, like Matt. He and showed he up against us. Uh, I don't know where. Season high, season yeah. high. Still to today, season high, twenty-four. Yeah. 
you know, so, but he's like a, a, a point a minute. Uh, Justin Holiday, you know, obviously nine years apart, you know, selected to the All-Star game. I, I, he's one of my, uh, an incredible two-way player. Uh, Giannis is Giannis now. This, this this wrist injury now could be interesting. Uh, although, you know, it looks like it's not nothing too serious, but he's apparently going to think of this our game on, on Friday, obviously. But uh, they, they you know, they're, they're a little at the crowder. And Portis isn't even playing yet. He's been out 12 games. They're, they're, they're 11 games. They're 12 and 0. They're 12 and 0 the last 12 yeah. games. 11, 8 and 0 at home. So uh, the, the depth that that the, the Milwaukee Bucks have, and you know, just getting Crowder and little 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 moves here and there, um, I, I think they they've done great as well. I, they're going to be, uh, I think, the, the the team to beat in in the East if everybody's healthy. Lastly, here for La Voz, Jose Pineda, uh what the hell happened in Atlanta? I don't even know what to make of that because. Yeah. Nate McMillan now has been fired um, in two weird spots. I thought it was unfair the way he got fired in Indiana, and now he gets fired in the middle of the season here in Atlanta. But then the other side of it is the Hawks now, what is it, two of the last three years have fired a coach in the middle of the season, and Trey Young's now kind of developing a label as a difficult player to coach. But what do you make of what happened there? Uh, You need to add one other thing. The general manager was also fired this year. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, so um, that's that's a general manager and two head coaches uh, in within what a year and a half, two years. Um, that's that's and you know I don't know what's the common thread here. Uh, you you said it. I I I don't know. I'm not in that locker room, yeah. but there there has to be something going on there. Uh, that two coaches that were well liked. That were well respected around the league. I mean, Nate's been respected everywhere. And, you know, he, he's one of the most serious guys there are, uh, there is in, in, in the NBA. Um, also, very, very, very uh, uh, meticulous um, work ethic. The whole thing. Um, he was an Olympic coach, assistant coach as well. Twelve-year uh, veteran, defensive-minded guy. Been around a long, long time. You know, so uh, I, I liked him. Uh, Lloyd Pierce as well, you know, um, and, and he's gone. And then their GM is gone as well, you know, removed, who used to work for the Heat, by the way, and the Golden State Warriors. So, you know, that that's that's really an interesting situation there. Jose, excellent job. Really good catching up with you. Uh, the season gets going again on Friday night against Milwaukee. Uh, re- really good having you on the program again. We'll, we'll do it again soon, you know, maybe once the playoffs start when things get real serious, you know. When we're in fourth, fifth, or sixth place. Yes, yes, hopefully. Hopefully. Great job, Jose. Thank you for joining us. Thank you. Thank you. Excellent job by La Voz, Jose Pañeda, making his Zaslow Show 2.0 debut. Appreciate him hanging out with us. Hey, if you're looking for somewhere to get some great food, great drinks, walk around the beach a little bit, you know we got the amazing weather. Briny Irish Pub, Pompano Beach, you know that's my spot, all right? Now, there aren't any big games tonight, but if you're looking for some live music, you got live music seven days a week at the world's greatest upscale dive bar, Briny Irish Pub, Pompano Beach. Live music starting tonight at 7 p.m. You got the Briny Hour, that's happy hour, beginning at 4 p.m. today. World's greatest upscale dive bar, Briny Irish Pub on Wednesdays. You got fish and chip specials, but you know we got great food all around. I love the shepherd's pie. Oh, my God. On Tuesdays, you got the Mahi Taco Tuesday specials. You got barbecue ribs on Monday nights. You know I love the 
They got these egg rolls with uh, cheesesteak in them. Oh, come on. All kinds of craft beer. Craft beer on tap as well. So you want to walk around on the beach, go Atlantic Boulevard all the way to the ocean, park behind the briny. You will not have to pay for parking, all right? They'll validate your tag. You'll take a picture of your tag. You show your server in the briny. You will not have to pay. You walk around for a little bit. You dip inside. You got some live music. You got some drinks. You got some food. Come on. You'll thank me later. Briny Irish Pub, Papado Beach, world's greatest upscale dive bar. So I want to I wanna get to a little bit of NFL here real quick. You got franchise tags started today. You're going to have all kinds of news over the NFL probably over the next few days. Aaron Rodgers, he's still doing his darkness retreat. I a douchebag. You got Derek Carr. He met with the, the New York Jets. Apparently it went really well, but it seems like the Jets are going to wait on Aaron Rodgers until he gets out of the living in the darkness. You got Lamar Jackson. What's going to wind up happening there? So NFL stuff is going to be in the news coming up over the next few days here. But Eric Bieniemy let the Kansas City Chiefs, he's going to be the offense coordinator for the Washington Commanders. Clearly, that's a situation where he believes he's, and it may be true, where he believes he's being passed up for these head coaching jobs because he's under Andy Reid's shadow. Go prove that you could do it without Andy Reid, without Patrick Mahomes. Let's see what happens in Washington. I don't think it's going to go very well. We'll see. But here's where it gets interesting, and there's a Dolphins angle here as well. So, LaShawn McCoy, speak, FS1. Joy Taylor's the star of that show. On the show with her, you have LaShawn McCoy, you have Emmanuel Acho, you have Dave Hellman. Joy's the star. But LaShawn McCoy, he made some headlines. I think it was on Monday's show. LaShawn McCoy won a Super Bowl a few years ago with the Chiefs, okay? He wasn't a big-time player with them. It was the end of his career. And although I think he finished his career the next year in Tampa, if that sounds right. But LaShawn McCoy did not have good things to say about Eric Bieniemy on FS1 Speak. Saying, and, and not mincing words, that he has nothing to do with the passing game. Zero. That he's a running backs coach, essentially. We know he doesn't call plays, Eric Bieniemy. That when they're in the meetings, Bieniemy doesn't talk. It's all Andy Reid. And of course, in the end, he was asked, do you think it has anything to do with race? And he says, absolutely not. Now, that's just his opinion. He doesn't speak for, you know, everyone. But I always, I always thought that the race thing with Eric Bieniemy is nonsense. I think it's a false narrative. And, and LaShawn McCoy said this as well. Teams want to win, man. And enough teams have interviewed Eric Bieniemy that not all of them are sitting there saying, we don't want to hire a black coach. They want to win. Eric Bieniemy has gotten lots of interviews for head coaching jobs. It's certainly possible. Maybe he's a really lousy interview. Maybe he's not fit to be a head coach. Most likely, teams think that he needs to get out from under Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes' shadow. And he's going to have the opportunity to prove that in Washington next year or for a couple years or whatever it is. I don't think it has, I don't think it has to do with race. Obviously, we know... Hiring of minorities, it's a major problem in all sports. It's a problem in the NFL. Although I believe the Rooney rule, like, oh, they're just interviewing him because of Rooney rule. The Rooney rule to me is is messed up. I don't think the Rooney rule should apply to head coaches. The Rooney rule should be for coordinators. Think about it. For a head coaching job, 
they're most likely going to go to an offensive coordinator or a defensive coordinator. Well, if there aren't enough black men in offensive coordinator and defensive coordinator positions, there aren't going to be a lot of opportunities to hire a black man to be a head coach. But if the Rooney Rule applies to offensive coordinators and defensive coordinators, and now you're funneling in more men of color into those positions, now all of a sudden, to interview for a head coach, you got a lot more minority candidates. Rooney Rule is kind of backwards to me. you got to put these men in the position to get the interview for the big job. And if they're never in the position, offensive and defensive coordinators, to interview for the big job, you're not going to have enough of them to interview. So I think the Rooney Rule is kind of screwed up in that fashion. But anyway, that, that's, that's neither here nor there right now. So we'll talk about the enemy. But LaShawn McCoy, very strong words about Eric Bieniemy that that he's like he would not be a good head coach. He doesn't do as much as people may think he does. He's not fit to be a head coach. So you got some former teammates of LaShawn McCoy, former Chiefs players who were really taking issue with what LaShawn McCoy said and they they went on Twitter and they they, you know, spoke about it. So you got for instance Teron Matthew. Teron Matthew tweeted out, "Man, you fucked up with it." And he tweeted that to LaShawn McCoy. Tyreek Hill. Miami Dolphins. Tyreek Hill played four years under Biennemi as the offense coordinator there in Kansas City. And, and of course, was on that team with LaShawn McCoy that won the Super Bowl. And he tweeted to him, Shady Maddie B. Shady Maddie B told him, tuck that ball. So apparently, LaShawn McCoy had some fumble issues. And, and Tyreek Hill was saying that there's, there's an MO there that LaShawn McCoy didn't like him. That he, that he thought that, er, you know, Eric Bieniemy he didn't like him telling him, you know, tuck that ball away. Then you got Jamal Charles. Remember, great Chiefs running back. And Jamal Charles tweeted out, I have to disagree with you, Shady. Bieniemy coached me four years. I learned so much. I learned so many things from EB, and I still keep in contact with him. A great husband and father. He deserves to be a head coach. Let me ask you something here. Did any of those guys disagree with anything LaShawn McCoy said? None of them disagreed with what LaShawn McCoy said. They just like Eric Bieniemy. He's probably a really nice guy. He's probably a great guy. Teron Matthew, man, you fucked up with it. He doesn't agree with anything. He just seems to be mad that LaShawn McCoy went out there and said, gave his opinion. Tyreek Hill saying, Shady mad that EB told him to tuck that ball. That could be true. That could totally be true. He didn't disagree with anything LaShawn McCoy said. And Jamal Charles. I mean, Jamal Charles saying, I still keep in contact with him. He's a great husband and father. What the hell does that have to do with a head coach? He may be an amazing guy, great friend, great father, great husband. What the hell does that have to do with being a head coach? None of these guys actually disagreed with what LaShawn McCoy said. It sounds like they're mad that LaShawn McCoy, you know, by saying this is adding to the whole reasons why Eric Bieniemy has not gotten a head coaching job. And they're mad about it because they like Eric Bieniemy. And LaShawn McCoy may very well not like Eric Bieniemy. Maybe for the reasons that Tyreek Hill is saying here. That could totally be true. 
But none of these guys, to me, are disagreeing with LaShawn McCoy. They just don't like that, you know, he may be holding the guy back by saying what he said. So I thought that was interesting yesterday. I, I think it's probably complicated. I do not believe it's so cut and dry that, eh, it's, they don't want to hire him because he's black. I do not believe that. So, anyway, let's get to big deal or not a big deal. Big deal or not a big deal, you know how we do it. We wrap up every show with some of the hot stories that we haven't been able to get to so far on the show. So let's get after it here. Big deal or not a big deal. The Miami Hurricanes men's basketball team improves to 23-5 yesterday with a 76-70 win at Virginia Tech. This was a, The Canes were up by like 7-8 points for most of the game. It was a three-point game with about five minutes left. Huge shot from Nigel Pack. Five on the shot clock. Nigel Pack has to force a tough one. And Nigel Pack, this is about the time that he heated up in the meeting three games ago. So the Canes get the win. They're still a half game back of Virginia and Pittsburgh. Uh, It's going to be tough to catch either one of them. They, They need help, obviously. But... The Canes looking like maybe a four seed. Depends what happens to the ACC tournament. Canes basketball is really good. My buddies who are huge Canes fans. Huge Canes basketball fans. They've been telling me all season, yo, you got to pay more attention to the Canes. So I've been watching recently, okay? Uh, That's a big deal. Canes NCAA tournament, that's... We may be able to have some fun down here. So that's a big deal. Big deal or not a big deal. A name that's being floated around as far as the Dolphins and free agency is concerned. Miles Sanders. Made the Dolphins want to upgrade at running back. The Eagles, they're going to have to pay Jalen Hurts most likely. Is that going to come at the cost of keeping Miles Sanders? Big deal or not a big deal? I think it's a big deal. I mean, it's not normally the route you go. You want to draft a running back, use them up in their early years. We're not making a lot of money. But Stephen Ross don't care about money. Stephen Ross is old, man. Can't take it when you leave. Miles Sanders to the Dolphins, potentially? I think that's a big deal. I'd be into that. Big deal or not a big deal. So, Dominique Wilkins is now the latest former NBA player, NBA legend, who is unhappy with disrespectful comments made by ESPN NBA analyst J.J. Redick. You know I'm not a fan of J.J. Redick. I don't like what he did to Christopher Mad Dog Russo, tried to make him out to be a racist. I don't like what he said about uh, Bob Cousy, players from the past, that they're they're plumbers and, uh, and, and you know, uh, uh, mechanics or whatever it was very disrespectful as well and now Dominique Wilkins he sat down over All-Star Weekend in Utah with my pal Justin Termini with Sam Mitchell who was filling in a former coach who was filling in for Eddie Johnson and Dominique not pleased with J.J. Reddick's most recent comments disrespecting today's NBA player. Speaking of the physicality, there was a debate on ESPN with a former player in J.J. Reddick just recently, and they were debating Bird and Curry, and one of the things they said is like, it's that Reddick said is that Curry has faced more physicality. We called him out on Let me say something. First of all, Reddick don't know what the hell he's talking about. I'm going to say it. I agree. He don't know what the hell he's talking about. I'm like, what basketball was you watching? To say something as idiotic as that is ridiculous. The physicality that was a part of the league. Hey, look, when you can put your hand on a guy's hip and make him go a certain way, you can put that elbow in his chest to slow him up, which we call slowing a guy up when you're coming down the lane. How many guys can deal with that type of pressure? And for J.J. Reddick, who played this game, I'm very disappointed. 
that he said something so stupid. Now, th- there's a difference between physicality and, and great defense. The defense is better today, which makes all the sense in the world because players are better today. The, the, the game evolves, players evolve, bigger, faster, stronger. The defense is a lot more complicated, a lot more sophisticated today. Go back and look at those games, NBA Classic in the 80s. I mean, it's up and down. They're, you know, the, the defense is not great. The defense is much better today. But was the game more physical back then? Yeah, you could probably make that case. You know, back then, guys are fouling a lot harder because every foul wasn't a flagrant foul or a technical foul. The players were not as... They, they were, players are soft now. You foul a guy hard today, it, it, you know, everybody wants to fight. Back then, there were hard fouls. The game was a lot more physical. The hand-checking that he's talking about there. You were able to do a lot more defensively back then than you can now, which shows you the defense is better now because the defense is not allowed to do as much as they were allowed to do back then. The defense is better now, but it was more physical back then. That's for sure. Because they were allowed to get away with stuff. They were allowed to do more. But that's J.J. Reddick. I'm I'm not a fan of J.J. Reddick. He he tried to make Christopher Mad Dog Russo out to be a racist, super disrespectful to past players multiple times. Not a fan. Not a fan. So, So I'm going big deal. Big deal or not a big deal. XFL opened this past weekend. I won't spend a second watching the XFL. But will the NFL adopt some XFL rules? I think the answer to that is yes. Is yes. I think this is a big deal. I saw the way that they do the kickoffs. This is a great thing that the NFL should adopt. Now, they were punting from wherever it was, like the 35-yard line. And the blockers were set where they're set, like on you know their own 25-yard line. And the gunners, the, the kick coverage team, was like 5, maybe 10 yards in front of them. And nobody can move until the kickoff is received. That prevents the car crash element of kickoffs. And you're still able to do kickoffs. I would change it from punting to kicking off still. But you would kick off further back. Not from the 35. It's all going to go into the end zone. Have them kick from the 20 or the 25. I would absolutely adopt this if I'm the NFL. Got to bring kickoffs back. Every kickoff goes into the end zone. And this is a way to keep the car crash element of kickoffs out of it between the coverage team and the return team. So, uh, I mean, the coverage team and and, the... You know what I'm saying. Anyway, so I'm going big deal. Finally, got one more for you here. Big deal or not a big deal? Tonight's Wednesday night, AEW Dynamite on TBS. Tony Khan apparently has an important announcement for the crowd tonight at AEW Dynamite. I have no idea what this is, but this is a big deal. If we're promoting an important announcement from the owner and showbooker, that's got to be something right there. So I'm going big deal on Tony Khan's important announcement on AEW tonight. That right there is another edition of Big Deal or Not a Big Deal. Wow. Wow. Great job. Excellent job by everybody who put together a great show today. I appreciate you. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Everybody for hanging out with us. Make sure you like, you rate, you comment, you tell your friends, you tell your mother I say hello. I love you long time. We'll talk to you on Zazlo Show 2.0 tomorrow. You know what that means. Ah, the show is over. What better time now than to go out back with a six-pack 
of Johnny Cuba. That's right. That's what I look forward to after every show. And now my day's work is done. I got a six-pack of Johnny Cuba. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul. I'm going to sit outside by the pool here at the Zaslow Mansion and just enjoy the rest of my day. Having a Johnny Cuba makes me feel like I'm right back in the Caribbean. We're talking a refreshing German lager in a can. You can get it anywhere. Sedano's, Presidente, Winn-Dixie. And right now, you got special holiday prices on six-packs of Johnny Cuba. Make sure you pick up your Johnny Cuba merch as well. We got the hot sauce coming up. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo because more is always brewing. You know, when my wife and I became homeowners, I mean, keeping the Zaslow Mansion safe, that's not an easy task unless you call Brunt Insurance and Financial Services. If you're looking for affordable care that offers the best coverage for your home, your motorcycle, your car, your boat, Brunt Insurance and Financial Services, their team has the expertise and experience to find the right coverage for you, including comprehensive policies for both trailers and motorhomes. Let their team help you learn more about your policy options so you can make an informed decision that's not going to keep you up at night. Bruntinsurance.com. When it comes to home, renters, and condo insurance, your options, hey, it, it, it can be dizzying. Don't worry. They specialize in making the confusing crystal clear with their fully licensed team helping you along every step of the way. Bruntinsurance.com, 954-589-2204.